are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Each and every week, we bring you news and headlines on all your favorite L.A. teams, as well as the Clippers and Chargers. This week, we're talking Lakers, Clippers, Rams, Chargers, Raiders, and Kings. We also have some big news from the Angels with the signing of the great Shobino, Shohei Otani. Shobino. Come on, he's the oh yeah, the, you know the <coughs> Japanese, Japanese Babe Ruth, Babe yeah. Ruth right? Hi. Is that good? <laughs> no, are we yeah. not going to make that a thing? I thought Showtime, about, Showtime was good. I like that. Oh, show, Showtime. Yeah, that, okay. That's what the Angels what about did. Yeah. The Samurai of SWAT. Oh, we'll see. Oh, here okay. we go. We'll keep we'll keep workshopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only Angel fans. For up to date updates. Oh man, falling apart already on everything going on in LA sports. Like the great Shobino, follow us on your favorite social media platform. My preference is Twitter, where you can get us at Guys in Shorts LA. All right, let's do this, shall we? I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Like Jeff just said, Otani is coming to Los hey. Angeles. Excitement, He's coming to Los Angeles on July 13th through the 15th when the Dodgers host the Angels. <laughs> you son of a Gotcha. You know what? Hook, line, and sinker. You know what? If I can get a compliment, even when it's with Vic's backhand, I'll still take it. And uh, back also from their romantic rendezvous, Darren Besa. Please welcome your starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, <laughs> Shote Ohani. Wow. You just oh, fucked up his name. I know, dude. <laughs> you know, we, had, we had about a three-minute conversation on how to pronounce his name Can before we, we bought and, it. And you and botched you it, and I couldn't be more proud of you. And we all, but we all said three different times, Absolutely. so three different names. Eric, <laughs> Eric please call him Show Enough. Show Enough. Show Enough. Show Enough. Show Time. Oh. Show Time, yeah. I feel like you were the furthest of all of those. Uh, and you're the closest to Asian. <laughs> oh. I'm a not even that. Ben Garcia is here. Hoopty hoop. Yeah. Simple and easy. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Keep this moving. And Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. I've seen this raw strength only once before. <laughs> it didn't scare me then. Oh, it does. Now. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thursday night. Thursday night. The last Star Jedi. Star Wars. Jedi. It's Star Wars week. <laughs> Everybody here is going. <laughs> Except I'm going. Except for <laughs> for <laughs> ben didn't even know it was coming out this week. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I really did. Did you even get the invite? <laughs> no. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> we know better than that. He's too busy getting snipped, planning on. Uh, oh. oh. Were we supposed to talk about that? Oh, if you'd oh, like ben. to talk about my. Ben's D1 swimmers will be no more. Yeah, wow. they're going to be absorbed into the body. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where they go? Does that give yeah. you more strength? Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to make me even more Ben. You watch. <laughs> they'll, be, uh, they'll be doing flip turns off his appendix. Yeah, he's going to have more testosterone uh, inside. Uh, oh, yeah. Which is what we needed. We don't need that. A testosterone-laden Ben. So, final score, uh, two girls zero. three, two zero. guys one. Oh, yeah. Two, two kids. Two huh? kids, two girls uh, calling it quits. Wow. Yeah. That's mm, it. Good for mm, you. Mm, That's mm. right. Yeah. Well, I'm trying made... to reduce my carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's the greenest, That's example the greenest thing that you've is, ever said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Camaro. <laughs> yeah. and and a 1500 pickup. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm reducing my carbon yeah, footprint. Yeah. Well, done. well done. Well, you made two adorable ones. So. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good, well done, sir. Good stuff. Uh, Vic and Darren, you're back. We're yeah. back. Yeah. Yes. Good to yeah. have you guys. Yeah. Hopefully we can keep this show under uh, you know three hours. That'd be nice. Oh we, yes, no, I don't these think guys so. keep it just to a went nice, on and on yeah, and on. Yeah. An hour and fifteen minutes last week, yeah. guys. Talkers. Come on, we're talkers. 
<laughs> speaking of which, hold on, before you go on, oh, Jeff, oh. speaking of which, I do have some two corrections that need to be made, two errors that were made in last week's, um, uh, if you want to call it oh, a podcast, a sports I podcast. I love when there's errors <laughs> that you correct. Number one, Doc Rivers needs, needs to go. There oh, is there is no if ands or buts about it. I said it. that. There were, no, you guys were kind of flip flopping. <laughs> oh, he's like this. Ah, uh, he. I don't know. I called him Jeff Fisher. Uh, that was nice. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that one was a good one. He needs to go. Number two, the Lavar Ball family is nothing like the Kardashians, and let me explain why. Because his kids actually have talent. Let's move on. Uh, oh. see. Victor's one of those guys that I was talking about last week. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, yeah. That's it. Ben, you okay? Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> ben, Ben said that he was going to be quiet this pod, and I hope so not. far. I, I feel like you're trying to make good on your word. But oh yeah, I feel like that's not going to happen. We'll see. We'll we'll, see. we'll say something. He's already then. sweating. Yeah. He just wants to blurt it out. Come I do on. like to uh, talk and hear my own voice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you do. All right. So, uh, well, I feel like. We don't often get the opportunity to talk angels at the top of the show oh, because it's that's a, this is the most be first. exciting thing going on. But so we got to grasp that when we can. Yes, that's talk right. Some yes. angels signing right. Japanese baseball sensation. Wait, let Darren say it. Oh, is it What's his name, Darren? Well, I know. <laughs> Shoshi Shohei. <laughs> Sho hey. yeah. What's the correct way to say it? Stick Sho with Dong Dong. Show enough. <laughs> Showed up. That was one of them. But we had this conversation in the beginning of the show. And show. So the show is right. Hey. Okay. Like, like, hey. There you go. Show, hey. Show, hey. Otani. Otani san? Can we throw in the san part? All right. Listen. You can. It's racist if we have. So if I do it, it's okay. All right. I'll do not represent the views of guys in shorts. Los Angeles. We're losing oh him already. My yeah. Gosh, yeah. the show is already. So derailed. hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. Sushi Okwanami. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shohei Otani. Uh, we talked about him last week before the signing had happened, and and th this is a huge deal because we got him for dirt cheap. What three point two? Three point three million? Two point, I think it's 2.3 million. I thought it was the deal, and then it was twenty million to the Japanese club that where he came yeah. from. Well, yeah. So we we get him for nothing. And uh, and he's supposed to. I mean, he was the most exciting free agent available. Uh, he pitches, he hits, he runs, he does everything. He sings, he dances. <laughs> yeah, he runs. Right. <laughs> I like he, he runs. Hey, have, it's a good thing that runs, he runs. Really I mean, fast. if you can't run, you he really shouldn't be in the major league baseball. Hey, they're fans of a team with Albert Pujols, so they don't know what running oh, looks like. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> hey, we have Mike Trout to even that out. He runs enough for the two of them. Right? That's right. That's right. This is exciting, though. Besa? You know, the great thing about Shohei is exactly what you had said, Jeff. We got him on the cheap end. What other 29 other teams would not have wanted this kind of kid? A kind of kid who can throw for, he's been hitting 101 miles per hour on his fastball. Yeah. Not only can he do that, but he could hit his average. He hits home runs. I mean, this guy gets on base. He knows how to run, as Jeff said. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, no. Everybody. Everyone he checks all them. the boxes. Yeah. Literally all the boxes. Everyone wanted them, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's been discussion with, you know, the Angels giving him what he wants. When, and See, first that's, of that's, all. I, that's the point that I kind of want to make sure you guys hit on. 
is that there was two teams that were leading the charge. It was you guys and it was the Padres. Wait, and real quick. Did anybody have eight minutes into the pod before Ben broke his uh, <laughs> uh, silence? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to point ahead. out that those were the two teams. So continue. And then if you guys miss the point, then I'll come back. <laughs> wow. I'll correct you. That's pressure. <laughs> Why don't you just say that? that now? No, 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 no. You want to get it off your chest. No, no. So, okay, before we get there, though, I want to touch on how exciting Epler is. Billy Epler, GM, got this deal done. Everybody's crediting him. He's been scouting him for years, I guess, since back when he was with the Yankees. And no one expected Shohei to end up with the Angels. (laughs) And I feel like that is a testament to Billy Epler and, and... you know, say what you will about the Angels, worst farm system, blah, 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 all this stuff. They've made some exciting moves this offseason, and and Epler's getting us on the right track. Yeah. I, I, he's riding this ship, and, uh, and and it's exciting that he got this deal done. And, and the good thing about Epler is that he is slowly bringing this team together. And as you said, you know, the farm t- system does suck. It's something that we're not going to go ahead and repair in a matter of a year or two. He's slowly putting those pieces together. As you said, Jeff, he's been scouting uh, Shohei since uh, his days over in Yankees. But you know what? He's making it work. And I'm glad he made it work specifically that the Mariners were trying to get this kid. Oh yeah, And it's always nice to go ahead and beat fellow uh, GM DePoto because we all know what DePoto has done <laughs> That's right. to the Angels uh, the last few years. But Epler, he's coming along. I like what he's doing. I like what he's bringing with the other current uh, prospects into the team. And you know what? I have complete faith in what he's going to bring to the system within the next few years. I, I, I agree. I do like what Epler's doing, but don't you think you're giving him a little bit too much credit for this, for the, uh, specifically the Otani sh- signing? The, the reason why Otani I, picked them. Yeah, the reason why I'm saying that is because they were the only team that was going to allow him to both pitch and bat. So That's my point. Yeah. I mean, there was no other team that was that was willing to do that. So by f- default, he picked the Angels. I mean, that's not a bad thing, but I'm just saying in this speci- in this specific instance, there are other instances where Epler is making the team better, but yep. I think you're giving him a little bit too much credit with this one. Really? Yeah. I yeah. uh well, I suppose I hadn't heard that uh we were the only team. You were the only to, team that was going to really. Run. No one else. Nobody would else is going to let him do it. Right. Nope. Well, the Padres. The Padres. Work well, yeah. No National League team yeah. was going to be able to really. <laughs> right. And that, and that was that. the thing. They were saying that the only National League team may have been the Padres just to get you know butts in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> well, so 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 let's talk about that. And and there's been speculation on how this is going to look because yeah. this is you know this is uncharted territory in modern baseball. Yeah. He's I I think. Shohei automatically is our ace pitcher. If he's half what's advertised, he's our number one. Yes, he will be a number one, yeah. Um, so he'll pitch. I mean, Garrett they Richards say won't he'll... be until he gets injured <laughs> in the first month of the season. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe on ceremony alone. Just <laughs> give him a little respect. That's not personal, ready. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, then they'll take a day, he'll have a day rest, and then likely be DH, which... I don't know how be, that looks because what are we doing with pools? Well, you know, with he with, was going to be our with Shohei uh, DHing. You're going to see a lot of pool holes now at first base. I mean, you're not going to yeah. take them out. So, I mean, you're you you're, you're paying, yeah, yeah, you're paying, paying way too, too much. much for that. So it, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I think you may have a Adrian Gonzalez situation that the Dodgers had this season, where Bellinger comes in, he looks really good, and all of a sudden, you know, Adrian Gonzalez is basically irrelevant, and the Dodgers don't really have a place for him if. Otani comes in and he's a legit hitter and can hit in the league and and earns that DH spot, 
then you, you know, it might be really awkward because you have to find a spot for Pujols. Yeah. But if they're, if he's not doing well at first base and he's too slow trouble, to put him yeah. anywhere else. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's yeah. just, it's, it puts you guys in a tough spot, I think, but it could be a blessing in disguise because it might be, um, you know, a farewell to Pujols. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe Ooh. not. Well, yeah. and again, at the end of the day, we didn't give up a ton to, Right to figure this out. No, so yeah, that's actually the I best it. part. Oh, it's the best it, part. it really is because you guys, like you said, it's 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 a no brainer yeah. pretty much to bring him in yeah. because the upside is huge and the downside isn't that it's not a it's, it's nothing right. you can't recover from. You right. know what I mean? It's not Absolutely. like the pool holes or the those kind of deals. So yeah, it's a complete no brainer. I love what you guys have done. Uh, this this off season, I love the fact that uh, I thought he was Cuban, but apparently he's a Ven- he's from Venezuela. Um, you guys also picked up the number one prospect from the Atlanta Braves, who got punished by Major League Baseball. Yes. Um, and uh, hold on, let me pull up his name. His name is Shohei. Kevin Maitan, oh. and yeah, he and he was the number one uh, prospect, international prospect that the Atlanta Braves had. So now you guys and botched it. Yeah, and they the Cleveland Browns. Right. And, and so this kid is supposed to be legit. And so when he's able to come up to the to the majors, uh, and then you throw in uh, the possibility of, of Otani being, you know, what he should be, uh, you guys have done great. I love it. I'm I'm waiting for the backside yeah, of your hand a, to no. hit us with something. Is there a butt? That's it. No, well, no. The only the only thing that concerns me <laughs> is letting him bat, yeah. and yeah. and that's because of the risk of injury. You're just you're exposing him more. To injuries and and normally in a, in a normal pitching situation we don't have to worry about Kershaw pulling a hamstring, spraining an ankle, getting hit on the base path, you yeah. know base paths. And this is something that now is going to be just an added worry to Otani um, as far as injuries are concerned. So luckily for Angel pitching, injuries are never a concern, especially with the starters. So <laughs> wow, Save that not, not concerned well, at all. Did you knock on wood? Did you see? Did you see what came out tonight? That uh, Otani actually does have, have an injury he has an injury oh, already. <laughs> see, Jeff, you blew it already. <laughs> hey, you already had it. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's an it's an elbow injury. It's a I guess they call it like the first stage. Ligament, or what do they call yeah, it? There's ligament, ligament, yeah, minor ligament issues. The problem with that though is, you know, with wear and tear, it could get worse and worse, and then eventually he'll have to have Tommy John, but nobody knows that that's going to happen for sure. But it's not, it's it's a bad thing when you're bringing in somebody and having him pitched for you one one game and you're already talking about injuries. But uh, it doesn't seem too serious, so but we'll have to wait and see. We just inject him with shark piss and, you know, he's good to go for a... Oh, yeah. No, Darren piss. Works for oh, all right. <laughs> it, it, work, it works Darren out. Darren will pee yeah. on him. I'd, I'd pee on him, but it wouldn't do anything anymore. <laughs> That's you, how it works. <laughs> I love it. All right. We're uh, we're on track for a, a epic show like last week, so we better move on quickly. <laughs> Before we finish baseball talk, though, I feel like we should give Vic an opportunity, since you weren't here last week, to uh, maybe talk Stanton. We now know that the Dodgers didn't get him. He's going to the Yankees. Um, your thoughts on that whole situation? Yeah, well, he's going. First of all, the Yankees are going to win the World Series unless there's some kind of injury. Which I'm, I'm sorry, Angel fans, we couldn't help you guys out more <laughs> to get them out. <laughs> they, they're, they're a tough <laughs> of the American now. League. No, pff, are you kidding yeah, me? That's, that, that's I mean, ridiculous. That is, yeah. I mean, they were one game away from being in the World Series yeah. this year. So. Yeah, but they were completely outmanned against the against the Astros. I don't. No, think they took them to seven games. They were outmanned. They, they took them to seven games, but they got lucky. 
Well, they're not going to be lucky when they have back to. I mean, you got what? How many home runs did what's his name hit? Judge, the, the, Judge hit the gargantuan giant from New York. A beast. I don't have the stat on him. I, I don't either because we don't follow. Close to, close to fifty. And yeah, John And then you're 50, yeah, you throw him into there. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. And uh, his contract ends when he's thirty-seven, though. He has an opt-out clause. That's young. He's a spring chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's when we started Pujols contract. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll trade trade him for him in another 10 years. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He he hasn't aged well yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He has an opt-out clause in 2020, but why would you opt out of a contract like that? Especially when the team that would pay you the most money already has you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he's not going to get a better contract than that, I don't think. Um, I mean, there might be somebody out there that wants to throw more money at him, but... Yeah, so the whole thing with Stanton is is you don't want to become handcuffed later on throughout this this whole process, and the Dodgers have have to make up their mind about uh, Clayton Kershaw. They're going to have all of these younger guys, Cody Bellinger, uh, Seager, all these other people that they're going to have to sign to contracts, um, and plus. Uh, Ben's going to be happy about this. Um, Bryce Harper and uh, is it who else is a Bryce Harper and some another? I forget who else is a free agent next year. It was hard to take that he wasn't coming, and the fact that just imagining him in that lineup uh, would have been flipping awesome. Yeah. Well, it was the whole saga yeah. on Twitter following it. Oh yeah, it was crazy. He's turned down dude. the Giants. He's turned down the Cardinals. Oh, yes. And thank so, you. So all of it looked like it was lining up perfectly for the Dodgers. Yeah. And, and you heard that he wanted to come to LA, right. but I think the Yankees just offered the the deal that Miami liked the most. Yeah. And I think it's no coincidence that Derek Jeter well, and working yeah, in, that's in Miami. The whole <laughs> Boston Celtics having everybody yeah. on every team in the NBA and playing off all these trades. So that yeah, I think him, Derek Jeter being there was huge. Also, um I don't know if you guys heard, but they are interviewing Stanton, and they asked him about the Giants, like what happened with the Giants, and he basically said that it would have been hard to sign with the Giants because they're my, they're the Dodgers' Rival. rivals. So oh, as far really? as yeah, so as far that was part of it. Also, obviously, uh, part of it was that they suck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I heard that, I was <laughs> Did like, he say something oh. like they're not ready to win or they're not built to win yet. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. well, they're not. He said, "And your teeth, <laughs> and your teeth are busted too, yeah. fool." <laughs> so, so Stanton will always have a special place in my heart, uh, even though he's going to hit a home run off Kershaw. Yeah, early bold I, prediction. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was hard to see him go, but I understand why the Dodgers did it. And and the, the package that the Dodgers were trying to send to, to Miami was unloading a bunch of their contracts, um, and and Miami didn't want to do that. And I understand that. So and the Yankees, you know, were willing to deal with one of their own, and uh, they got a pretty good deal for him. So, but I'm, I, I do apologize to Angel fans. Uh, yeah. So ding ding yeah, ding! That's... I've got a Victor Costello stat update. Nice. Oh, Giancarlo Stanton, fifty-nine home runs last season. Aaron Judge, fifty-two home Jeez. runs. So, wow, <laughs> that's, oh, that's, a, that's a lot of home runs. Hundred and eleven home runs. And what about Dirty Sanchez? He hit like another thirty. Right? <laughs> Dirty Sanchez is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> They're catcher. I think Gary Sanchez. Yeah, Gary right? Sanchez. Yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the wrestler from Lucha. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the wrestler. But but to, to wrap a bow. Put a bow on, on the Stanton thing. Uh, I did see a lot of Dodger fans upset that they didn't get Stanton, but we talked about it in previous pods that this isn't necessarily a bad thing for the Dodgers. Remember, the Dodgers still have a very, very good team. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so I don't think it's time to panic. There are some people who are really dejected, and, and I, I just don't see the need for that. I don't you neither know, The do Yankees I. brought backed up the bank. They got their guy, and, and we're, we'll, we'll see him in October. There you go. Uh, I, I just hope I, the Dodgers don't sign you, Darvish, to a big deal. 
I'm, I'm I fine, I'm fine with will. re-signing him. Yeah, out of I don't think field. But, but, not, <laughs> but not for what he's looking for. <laughs> what is he looking for, like $60 million I, I, over... Before the playoffs started last year, I was I was reading in the $100 million range. Wow. For the entire yeah. entirety of the contract, which when you compare it to what the $300 million that uh, Giancarlo Stanton is making and, and all these other deals that are being made, it, it sounds reasonable. But, I mean, with that performance that I got in the World Series, if we wanted to sign him for the same duration, for $50 million, I'm fine with that because you play him in the, in the regular season and you don't play him in the playoffs. Well, I got a question, and let's try to answer this quickly because we're already— That's impossible. <laughs> yes, well, that's Eric, impossible. Eric tried to wrap it up in a bow. Remember the part when I said it? And to put a bow on it. Well, then Ben showed up. But let me see. Ben Garcia stat update: Gary Sanchez, thirty-three home runs last year. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> look at that! That's said crazy, yeah. dude. That is wow. crazy. It came out that you Darvish was tipping his pitches. Yeah, yeah. That seems to me an easy fix. That's yeah, fixable. Yeah, you fix that. Yeah, and they, he's and you win a the World stud. Series. You're like he, you win the World Series, he was missing, prior, prior, he was missing his spots. And no, but prior it. to the World Series, he was he was he was top dog. It was only the two games in the World Series where he messed up, and it was because he was tipping. They knew it was coming. Yeah, well, every time he threw a ball, you knew it was coming. He owes yeah. me 300 bucks. <laughs> That's right. All right. There's your bone. Let's talk some Lakers. Oh, I'm sure we'll blow through this really fast. Uh, they are 10 and 16. They had a two-game win streak going. Until, until, until tonight. The hated Knicks. I love that uh, we're calling two games a win streak. <laughs> you know what? You take what you yeah, can. Wait hey, a minute. I love it. Mr. Galaxy guy, all fucking ties. We're on a winless streak. <laughs> or on a, on a not a lose league streak or whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> a lose That's what it's called. Yeah. You know what? It's Shohei. It's called yeah, yeah, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we lost to the Knicks in OT tonight. Knicks are amazing at home, though. So even yeah. to take them to uh, to o- for overtime with this young team was, was really good. And Porzingis, he's... Porzingis is he's, an animal. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. Um, if, if we want to try to blow a blind through this... All I, all I wanted to say, <laughs> not even stats. These are my... From watching the Laker games, the, these are like my... Uh, Takeaways? If Luke Walton is listening. Okay. okay. Oh, Okay. Uh, the defense is good. It's not great, but it is definitely better than last year. I still think that, yeah, I still, what's amazing is they're able to get their hands in crazy places. I mean, the way they can tip balls and like close off passing, they're not necessarily the best, you know, rim protectors, but they don't let you get to the rim, which is kind of cool. They're like, I don't know how else to explain it, but their hands are everywhere and uh, makes it hard to pass. Uh, they, they suck at free throws. If they probably would have had two or three more wins yep. had they had hit their free throws, the entire team pretty much sucks. Is and Lonzo, uh, like 50 some percent? 47%. And he leads his team. No, I'm just kidding. Is that, uh, is that a Shaq? Was yeah. Shaq? Yeah, Shaq was, Shaq mid, was mid 40s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mid to high 40s. Yeah. Come on, Lonzo. Yeah. Um, their turnovers, if they can cut their cut down their turnovers and hit their free throws, they probably have, <laughs> I would say, four more wins. So you're telling me if they improve their defense, improve their <laughs> offense. Well, their defense their is fine. <laughs> their defense is good. Their can defense is good. These are lofty goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and surprisingly, the bench is actually outplaying the starters in a lot of these games. Because the bench has Julius Randle. Jordan uh, Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Kuzma. Uh, sometimes Corey Brewer. Uh, the the other two they'll they'll fl- flop in and out, but those three, Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson, and Kuzma, man, they they tear defenses apart, uh, which is nice to see. And I also have to interject about Lonzo because early on in the season, I was writing him a little hard, saying I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing that spark. But the last few games, I am seeing it with Lonzo. I'm starting to become a Lonzo believer. I'm becoming Ooh. a big baller. Oh, so, so, uh, are you going nice. to Lithuania too? I, I might be going. Ooh. I might be getting some Lithuanian Hammer. team jerseys. Yeah. Well, you can call in anytime. <laughs> but but the the play that that really you know stood out to me is the final play against Philadelphia, where Ingram hit the game winning three. Yeah. 
He drew the it's, defense. It's Lonzo driving and being aggressive. Yeah, drew exactly. all five players from Philadelphia crashing into him, which left Ingram wide open to shoot that three. And when he's aggressive and he goes in like that, he's a force to be reckoned with. And then obviously the assists are going to be there and how quick he is to dish and his court vision is great. But when he starts being aggressive and yeah, we were talking exactly. a little bit off mm-hmm. the, off air, but Victor said there's like a switch. There's some games Something happens, where yeah. he, he's just on and you know that he's on and he's feeling it. And when he's when he's that Lonzo, that's a good thing. And yeah. part of that is youth, and he just needs to figure out how to make that consistent. But I'm right. starting I'm starting to turn the corner. Nice Ooh. on Lonzo Ball. Nice hammers of, on the upswing. Speaking of turning the corner, Brandon Ingram. Really quick, I had a whole bunch of stuff I'm going to say, but I know we're running long. I just wanted to say that he is actually uh, the he's turning into the guy we all thought he was going to be. Oh, Everything man. is up. His points, his three point percentage, his field goal percentage, his rebound. His, any stat you want to name, it's up from last year. And uh, this kid, he's going to be good. He's going to be really good. Yeah. All right. I like it. Ben, any thoughts on the Lakers? Nope. Wow. <laughs> you gave him a shot, too. Yeah, he turned it down. Jeez. Are you nervous about tomorrow? He is. The snip, snip. Yeah. I'm not excited about it, but that is... <laughs> but that is can, it's you, on his mind. You guys we are can, just talking too much, so I just decided that, you know, <laughs> oh, I want to make yeah. this pod We're 30 minutes. Too much. <laughs> you want to do it tonight? We'll get some You want to touch out. my balls? Snip, oh. snip. No, you can hold That's them. That's what and I we'll heard. Just, we'll just, <laughs> Wow, where did this go? <laughs> Man, it's wishful thinking. Never mind. I retract it. All right. The Clippers are 10 and 15. Moving mm. on. You know what? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we got to talk some Kings because our boy Luke Robitaille, yeah, he's our boy, called us out. And, uh, of course, uh, all your football, Rams, Chargers, Raiders. We'll do that right after this. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. Hi, this is Luke Robtai from the LA Kings, and you're listening to Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. And now that I've done this, can we make sure we have hockey every week on the show? Oh, thank you. That was a friend of the show, Luke Robitaille. Appreciate that, Hall Great. of Famer. No close, big deal. Close friend. No big deal. Ah, you know what? Great guy. When Luke Robitaille asks you to do something, you do it. You do it, yeah. We got to touch some Kings, right? Uh... They were on an eight-game win streak, right, Vic? I'm going to defer to you what on the all heck? this Kings stuff. Yeah, they were actually on a really good offensive uh, eight-game win streak. Uh, actually, you know, um, uh, their defense kind of picked up too, which you know, obviously helps on a, on a, on a win streak, but uh, they were scoring goals like none, like no other. Unfortunately, tonight they did lose to the yeah. New Jersey Devils 5-1, to one, which ended that great uh, feeling for the Kings. But uh, anytime you can win eight in a row in any sport, you're going to like it. That's and uh, we do too. The only other thing I wanted to talk about was that they uh, got some other good news today. Is they activated their uh, Kyle Clifford from the injured reserve list, and uh, he's an integral part, uh, especially defensively. So uh, it's good to have him back. So oh, welcome back, Kyle. great to have him back. I'm yeah, excited great. about here. I'm sorry, what did you say his name was? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Clifford. I, I don't know hockey, all right? Show hey. Show hey. Show no. Uh, Show hey. Uh, so they are first in the division. I do know that with 29 and 3 with 43 points. Wait, 29 and 3? They've only lost three games? They've won Their record 20 is games. 20. Lost nine. Oh, no, okay. I heard 29, 29 and 3. 
Oh, so okay. I was like, wait, oh, they've oh, won oh. 29 times and they've only lost three? Like, that's great. Damn yeah. good. 29 and, 20 and 9 and 3. Okay. I I would say 29 and 3. That's exactly what I said. No, you said 29 Maybe and 3. Maybe you said it so fast it sounded like 29. <laughs> it did. Is it show <laughs> hey or show high? <laughs> show he. I got a better idea. Why don't you just go to the King's Realm podcast for your King's news? That's the King's Realm presented by Guys in Shorts. They will get you your King's news uh, with much less confusion, I think. All right, moving on. Let's talk some Rams football. Woo! Fortunately, it is not good news this week as we lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. But what a game. Yeah. 43 to 35. Game. It was a great it, game. It was exciting. Don't let your we made a game of it. Oh. You, cleared your, you cleared your path to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I mean, by, you by never want to. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm yeah. just saying. You know what? I don't sleep on Nick Foles. That's what I, I think. He's actually. Wasn't he a Ram for a year? Yeah, yeah, under Jeff Fisher. Under Jeff Fisher. Oh, never and look mind. what Nuff happened said. when Case Keenum <laughs> yeah. got out from under Jeff Fisher. That's true. And you know what? Nick Foles, when he was with Washington, he he was pretty he was good. Washington. When he was backing up Robert and, Griffin, who was injured all the time, and when he yeah. was with uh, Andy Reid, and didn't he start? Who didn't he start with the Eagles? Yes, yes. yes. Initially, and he had a great a hot start with them yeah. too. Yes, because that's what when Wentz, then we picked him up yeah. and he was awful, <laughs> and when, now we know why. Yeah, <laughs> when Wentz um, went down, I thought, well, this is the Rams' opportunity. They're gonna they're gonna win this game, and mm -hmm. then I completely forgot that Nick Foles is not a chump. Yep. No, he's yeah, not. he, he could nope. throw the ball. He's so, not reliable. So I I don't know that he. You know, coming in at this point in the season, it's hard to say that he's going to take the Eagles to an NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. But, but I, I think Ben Ben is onto something that it's not the Rams. It's not as devastating as it as you think. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I think you might be seeing Rams Eagles again, maybe on Eagles turf. Yeah, yeah. For an NFC Championship, I, and the, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's out of the question. I wouldn't mind it because this was a good game. Was it oh, not yeah. a good game? To oh yeah, watch? it was a great game. It was it was definitely was a good exciting. game. It was a winnable game. It was a winnable for us. game. Absolutely. And yeah. you know, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the officiating of this game because I thought Ugh. there were so many unnecessary penalties Ghost that I saw. Calls. The passer interference calls. Don't be that fan base. I know. I, <laughs> don't be that. I hate fan bases that blame shit I, on the refs. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that. You know, me like, too. The Eagles. But it was their fault. The Eagles played. <laughs> the Eagles played a tough team. They deserved the win. However, you know, if you're going to officiate like that. Call it on both sides. I don't like that whole Tremaine Johnson taunting issue because all they were doing was talking smack. There was no sort of pushing involved. And if you think about it, the only person around them who heard it was the ref. Nobody in the crowd heard it. None of the other players heard about it. How does that affect the game? It doesn't. So why call it? Yeah. And uh, no, unfortunately, it, uh, what do they get out of it? They get a touchdown. But That's I, I, actually it, the best part of the game. When you are competing and you can talk shit, to that person that you're that you're like in close proximity to, that, that's that's what makes sports. That's I mean, there's, there's nothing better. Not that I played basketball, but I mean, could you imagine like just dropping a J on somebody that wins the game and then kind of looking at him, just smiling or something? Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, that that's that sort of interaction that you want to have, and that's why I think the NBA is great because it allows them to yeah. do those types of things. And I think that the NFL is getting away from that. And and I think that fans will eventually turn because it it's that's I mean the the celebrations the the, well, they the, fix the things that you yeah, want to see. Fix the I don't I don't like the new rules that they're placing uh, on players now uh, in the in the NFL. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for speaking up. He's it's, back. It's good to hear from you. All right. The Rams the Rams <laughs> actually didn't escape injuries either because they lost uh, the 
quarterback uh, cornerback we Webster. Kayvon Webster, our cornerback. He's gonna the be Achilles out for the and then somebody season. Yes. somebody else has a possibly a concussion or something, right? I forget uh, who well, it was. Ogletree, he's fine. Jermaine Johnson's fine. Andrew okay. Whitworth walked off the field for some yep. ankle injury, yeah. but he came back. Havenstein, um Yeah, he went I, down. He went down, while. yes. Uh, he was actually uh replaced by Damian Williams. And two plays later, that's when you get that uh, golf uh, sack that cost us the game by Chris Long, who is a <laughs> former, former Ram. Ram. <laughs> What's up with all these Rams players who suddenly do well once uh, Jeff, Jeff Fisher, Fisher leaves? Yeah, do, Jeff are, Fisher? We, are we shocked kick, anymore? Jeff Fisher? We should not yeah. be shocked. Jeff Fisher? You kick yeah. out Jeff Fisher out of the NFL and all the former Rams players just do so, so wait, much better. So using that logic, if Jeff Fisher, if Bill Belichick died, and they hired Jeff Fisher with that team. That's what eleven and two or whatever. It would be right two now. and eleven. The Patriots <laughs> the next Patriots. year. What would they make the playoffs? No, no, because <laughs> Tom. So. Well, no. no, I take that back. They probably would because Tom Brady would probably kill no. Jeff Fisher because oh. he gets. He, yeah, he'll, he'll go crazy on the sideline and probably kill oh. him, and then they'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll, he'll no longer be the coach. Then we'll have two dead. deaths on our hands. Yeah. We can't have that. <laughs> I, I have a question. I have a question as long as we're talking about uh, Belichick and ties to uh, uh, the Ram talk and baby Belichick. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Mm-hmm. Ben, last week you mentioned that uh, Philly might not show their full playbook. Yes. And and hold back. And and that McVeigh would probably you know, go out there and, and give them all he's got. Right. McVeigh got a lot of criticism this last week for not running Gurley much, you know, leaning more on the passing game, running, you it know, wasn't not fair. running enough. It was Gurley, not a Gurley had, I think he was averaging seven and a half yards per carry. Seven and a half and yards per carry. And he only ran carry. for like 91 yards. They were... 98 yards total. Yeah. Um, he only ran five times in the first half and additional seven times in the second half. And when you see seven and a half yards of production per carry... Isn't that your weapon that you want to use the entire game? Do you think, though, my question is, do you think McVeigh was maybe holding back, not revealing his whole hand like Ben that, was talking about That doesn't last sound week? to me like you're holding back the playbook. It sounds like you're trying to keep your guys healthy. Yeah. Guys were going down left and right in the game. You don't want Gurley to get hurt. But as a result from that, you don't get the win. Yeah, but who cares? Now, At this point in the season? And now that pins Seattle with one game behind us, that puts us in a very tricky huge position. Game next week. And we have a huge game next week against the Seattle Seahawks yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. So, you know what? If it takes to the point where you have to expose your deck, expose your cards now just to get that win, I'm all for it. Lay it out there. Yeah. yeah, maybe there was something else going on. Maybe there's more to it. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's it or yeah, not, be, because yeah. uh, It is interesting because he's got a lot of criticism Seattle. for it. And if we are going to throw the rainbows and butterflies spin on things. Oh, I, oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm all ears. The, the, the Chris Long strip of Jared Goff, I think that's going to be something that sticks in Jared Goff's head because that essentially lost the game for them. And that's going to be a learning play from him that he yeah. can't hold on to the ball too much. And he has to be a little bit more alert when he's in the pocket because he does take a, you know, a, a sack here and there. But uh, he, he always looks like it's dangerous when when they get to him. So I think he needs to be a little more more cautious once he holds the ball holds on to the ball for that long. That's actually so, my favorite So maybe he'll thing learn from it. That John Gruden, every year when he does the quarterback camp with the college guys, one of my favorite things that he does is he talks about positioning of the football. He talks about, you know, uh, using your feet in the pocket the right way and putting yourself 
in in like the physical position to be able to get out of the pocket if you need to, but also not holding the ball out. And he'll show instances to these quarterbacks where they're hold, where they're palming it with one hand, you know, yeah. to 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 get away from another player, but leaving themselves susceptible to being hit and then fumbling. And so, I think to Eric's point. That is something that I think young quarterbacks just need to learn. And and in those situations when you lose the football and you lose a game, those things will stick in your mind and that mistake will get fixed later in the season. Yep. I like it. All right. Well, for the rest of your Rams talk, you go to the Rams house. Who's uh, house? For that. Who's house? Rams house. That's who's house. <laughs> Rams oh, house. house that is. Shoot. Darren and I were at the game. We recorded from the South Lawn tailgate before and after our good friend of the show, Bob, Bob who uh, yeah. I think he might be stalking us because he showed up two cars after we did. And uh, we were parked right next to each other at the tailgate, but had a good time. Should we be worried? Or are we being replaced by Bob? Oh, uh-huh. he's, he's a good dude. <laughs> he's we a used, talker. too. We used to be regulars on the Rams house pod. I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> straight to the curb mm-hmm. we went. Yep. <laughs> he, he had these... Uh, Pieces of donuts. He had donuts at the ben, tailgate. Yeah, he's the right yeah, guy. You guys are, <laughs> yeah, I'll step you aside. Guys are done. You, you want to bring donuts, though? We'll bring whole You're donuts. In. Yeah, <laughs> listen, uh, but uh, yeah, check out The Rams House, presented by Guys in Shorts, for the rest of your Rams talk. All right, moving on. Chargers, they're now 7-6, and six, tied yep. with Kansas City for first in the crazy. division. What a How mess. did that happen? That what a they mess. beat Washington, who the Rams lost yeah, to earlier lost in the season. Washington. And <sighs> they beat them handily, 30-13. Yeah. to 13. Yeah. Chargers are on a roll. They're playing well right now. Yeah, They really Look, are. Yeah, yeah. Phillip Rivers looks like a different guy than he did in the beginning of the year. So he's always had that talent in him. Yeah. So, But he also, when it comes playoff time, he you know, turns back into yeah. Yeah. the Philip Rivers from weeks one through four. So <laughs> so we'll see if they could sustain it. I think it's great for LA. Great for Los Absolutely. Angeles. You know what I the, the, the tra- the, as as much as we make fun of the Chargers having the Rams yeah. looking to ha- be in the playoff hunt, the Chargers somehow in there after starting right. the season own four. I mean, say what you will about the stadium and the teams and the fans. This is good for the city. So yes. I think it's a lot Bolt of fun. Up. It's a lot of fun. I, I think the Chargers are very much like the um the the base a major league, where it's sort of a different idea, but the owner wanted to move the city and the players sort of united together as sort of like an fu to management. So I think that kind of maybe what happened in that locker room is after going four and moving to Los Angeles, having San Diego fans and alienate you, Los Angeles fans not adopt you. I think they probably just said, "Let's go out there and play for each other. Let's do what, this for us." What's and, the Chargers owners? Uh, Dean again? Spanos, I think, is his name. Do you name. think they have a, a big cutout of Dean Spanos with like they, pieces they might. that they removed of his clothes? <laughs> I hope not. I, but sure they might. I hope so. <laughs> but, but I mean, to, 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 to not lose the faith after going 0-4 in the situation that they were put into to now, what, what were you saying, 7-5? and 5? I mean, it's seven and six. I think seven, seven and six. Seven and six. That's that's a tremendous turnaround. And, oh yeah. I mean, and the AFC West is has been doing them all of the favors in the world, <laughs> mm, and they're true. terrible. So, you know, as of right now, I think they're second because I think the Chiefs did beat them earlier the, on in the yeah, season, the so they've got the tiebreaker. But they're going to play them again, heads up, and and if they can if they can win and they can play the rest of the season the way they've played these last ten games or so, I think they're going to be just fine. I think they will make the playoffs from the AFC West. If the StubHub Center hosts a home playoff game. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, dude. Wow. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we can't move on until we at least mention the Raiders. Ben. Yeah. So we were down. The Raiders uh, play the Chiefs this week in uh, Kansas City. I predicted a loss. And, oh, the Raiders. They... <laughs> 
They delivered. They delivered. They mm. uh, they mm, proceeded mm, mm. to go down twenty six to nothing midway through the fourth quarter wow. before they decided to play, and they scored. Uh, I think in a couple of their last possessions, they scored a touchdown for seven points. They scored a second touchdown with a two point conversion. So when you look at the score at the end of the game, it, it didn't look as bad as the game actually looked for the first three and a half quarters. And the Raiders really, up until you know the very end of the game, you know, were still only two score out. They could have scored, got the two point conversion, did an onside kick, and got a field goal or or some some arrangement of those two scores, and they could have at least tied and, and sent it into overtime. So it was a little bit interesting towards the end. But I mean, when the, when the game was twenty six to nothing with ten minutes to play in the fourth quarter, that, that shit's over, and it it was embarrassing. I was sort of happy they scored a touchdown just so we didn't get skunked. But, I mean, I was sitting there at Buffalo Wild Wings. I was watching it with my buddies in Brea, and I was like, fuck it. I started watching the Cowboy game. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Looking ahead to next. Are they, are they your new team? They're not my new team, no. They're, I'm still a Raiders fan. But we know how you like to have a you. team in your back pocket. See? Yeah. Oh, there exactly. You go. There it is. <laughs> no. It's coming. It was embarrassing. Oh, well, sorry, Ben. Thank you. That sucks. It, it hurts to see you go from... From up here to down there. I thought this was a Super Bowl year. Especially after I last season. So last season, I really the Raiders did. had yeah. a great season. We were 12-4. Yeah. And, four, yeah. And, 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 you know, Derek Carr goes down week 17. We gave 17, him too much money. See yeah. what happens. And, you know, the season ended. And this, <laughs> this year, we haven't been able to put it together. I'll tell you, I, I did watch uh, Thursday night. Or not Thursday night. It was the Thanksgiving game. The Vikings were playing. I think it was the Detroit Lions. And I saw Latavius Murray running a couple of times. And I was like, boy, do we miss him. Yeah. yeah. Do we miss him? Absolutely. I'll tell you what this is. This is kind of like the ghost of Christmas past coming to yeah. haunt you. Never take for granted your opportunity because I think last year we thought, well, the Raiders are going to be around now for years to come. Yep. And obviously that's not the case. So, you know, you take a look at the Rams and how they're, they're doing and they have got a young coach, a young core. And you say, well, the Rams are going to be around now. Now they're for real. You got to be careful. You still have to. Especially in football. Yeah, I feel like football more than any yeah, other you sport. You still have yeah. to, you know, protect those free, free agents and get those players yeah. around you. And yeah. When was and, the last time yeah. the Patriots won a Super Bowl? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> They're, they've been lucky. They're they're the they're the anomaly. Good call. Vic. They're the one Thanks. example. They're, Wait, a, you know what? Else. You know what? No, I like it, Vic. You know what? We needed somebody on this pod since Ben wasn't going to do it to crap all over everyone exactly. else's point. Exactly. And Vic st- stood up to the plate. That's right. Thank you. They've well had, to, but what what have the Patriots done? Yeah, I was going to say to name another it. team. The, name another team. You name you name one team. Okay, that's like Eric said. That's an anomaly. Name you another. know what? One is more. One is more than zero. <laughs> that's true. Well, so it does happen. Yeah, According to so, Common Core, it no. might not be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> hey, if he shows his work Ever. appropriately, I'll, I'll give him credit. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, All right. Well, before that gets ugly, let's uh, let's close this out with our new favorite segment. Oh, before we do though. Oh wait. Before we do, I do have a LeBron James is coming oh, to the Lakers oh, update. Oh, yeah, we blew past that. Yeah, here we what go. We uh, he's, he's completely coming. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? <laughs> I mean, he l- bought a second Brentwood home for $23 million. Wow. Why do you have two homes in L.A.? Because you want to live in yeah. L.A., right? Literally. You want to you live and mm. play in one L.A. One for the wife, so he's one coming. for the girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of course, Ben. And not only that, LeBron James in an article uh, pretty much compared himself to uh, Lonzo Ball as a, as a rookie. So he's coming. He's coming. 
End of story. He's watching Laker games is what that tells you. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, yeah. What about Paul George? Are we still going to get Paul Dude, George? That guy's oh, Paul George, is, he's definitely coming to the yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Oh, man, so OKC sucks. Sure. Yeah, they suck. They're a dumpster and fire. They are. They are really are a dumpster fire. And I, I posted, a, um, if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, go ahead and, and, and join it. You know what? There, I, has, there hasn't been a big three that has underperformed since Nash, Pau Gasol, and, yep. uh, and Dwight Howard. Yep. I mean, literally, that's what happened with that team. Because really? when, when those guys came to the Lakers, do you remember the talk? It's not... If we're going to win a championship, right. it's how many are we going yeah. to win? And and then all of a sudden, midway through that season, you're just going, this doesn't work. The first few games, like, oh, they're going to work it out. They're right. going to figure it out. And they never, that, never that, did. That's what this is right here. I mean, yeah. it's this is just not working. And and when you're Paul George, this is the end of the contract. They've already got Russell signed for the next four or five years. There is absolutely no reason for Paul George to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. It's- Thanks, Russ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And there was a video that I posted on our Facebook page, and it had to do with Russell Westbrook basically taking the ball up the court, passing it off, and then just standing at the top of the court, waiting for the waiting push- for the ball to come back to him. He doesn't do anything. He just stands near the in between the three point line and the, and the half court line, and just waits. Everybody else is moving and going Vic, here, he's, going he's there, spacing the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just waits for the so he can get the ball and then and chuck it up. Yeah, like it's and then if you look at the last year when he got his triple double, there was another video that showed why he got the triple double, and it so had to do with he was cherry picking rebounds. Well, Chasing not his only that. Too. Well, not that's not even half of it on free throws. You know how you usually have the two. Um, you had the biggest guys down low. Yes. Those guys were just blocking out the guys next to them, not trying to get the rebound so Russ could come down the middle and get the rebound. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So they weren't even trying to get a rebound. They were trying to block everybody else so Russ could walk down. So his, yeah, it's, nobody wants to play with a player like that. Paul George is coming to the Lakers. Woo! We'll take him. <laughs> Good stuff. Yes. Yes, we will. Love it. Love it. I just hope that when LeBron comes to the Lakers that he doesn't immediately turn into Albert Pujols. Hey. Because <laughs> he's got a lot of mileage on that on those on those tires. I'm just saying. He does. He does. And so he does. you know, you know that one of these years it's gonna he's gonna start out the season the and he's just off. he's just gonna have this huge fall off. And I expected to see that this season. But I mean he's he's playing Still as superhuman as good as ever. So how old is he? Thirty three or thirty four now. Thirty three, oh, wow. yeah. Some, something something like that. But, I mean, he, he's got the legs of a 41-year-old. The miles. There yeah. are the miles of a 41-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, yeah, when you add up all the playoff minutes, yeah. I think yeah, it's, an, it's an everything. extra, like, three seasons. Well, that right. and then the Olympics that he's played these last couple of years. and Yeah, who knows? So, so I, it'll be nice to see him, and I do think that whether or not he, he is Pujols, I still think he has much, much to add to the yeah. Lakers. And, oh, yeah. And I wouldn't not sign him for that reason. But I just think that if he does come, we need to be conscientious of the number of years and the guaranteed money that we give him. You still think he's coming? Well, at, at this point, I'm, I'm leaning towards him actually coming. I mean, I, I don't really buy yeah, much really into knows. the whole Brentwood home thing. Who gives a shit? But but I do think that he is watching Laker games. I do think that uh, – that I, I don't know who brought up the point earlier in the season. But, I mean, if you can bring back – a struggling franchise back to relevance, that's your legacy. Because his legacy isn't going to be winning six titles like Jordan. It, is, it isn't going to be the Kobe legacy. It's not going to be the Bird legacy. His legacy, I think, is he won a championship in Cleveland, and I think that to kind of uh, the icing on the cake is, and I, at the end of my career, I went to the Lakers, who didn't have a winning season for five straight years, and I brought them back to relevance, back into the playoffs, and then left the players in place that will eventually win a championship. And and I think LeBron is very 
tactical in how he approaches the NBA. He's obviously very methodical in where, you know, the decisions he makes. I think this year he probably sees his mortality because he's unable to put Cleveland on his back and win the game single-handedly. And so I think his next step is going to be mentor LeBron. Where he yeah. he's the you know the the wise sage who coaches coaches up Ingram and Lonzo and yeah. and and plays the you know the player manager and, role and the thing that and um, so one of the things I would have loved to see Kobe do was because Kobe I mean as yeah. much as he was able to break down defenders and and get into the paint towards the end of his career he was great at the turnaround jump shot at the baseline he was good as a spot up shooter and and I think Kobe probably could have played in this league an additional 3 to 4 years and been very productive a la um the three point shooter that was in Miami Ray, um, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen I think that he could have played that role very well but Kobe was just the kind of guy that was like if I can't lead this team and I can't you know score the the, the, the most number of points and 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 be the leader of that team then I don't want to do it where I think LeBron has a different uh, way of looking at basketball. Yeah, he has a different mentality. And I do think that he is in, in his years has been able to develop portions of his game that when Lonzo's running the offense and Kuzma's shooting three pointers, that you know he might just be a back to the basket, uh, a la Carl Malone type, in, as a power forward. There it is. There and, it is. Oh, there it yeah. is. <laughs> there it is. He might be able to do that and score fifteen points a yeah. game, but still be able to contribute from that mental aspect to the younger players. And and I think that would be fun to watch. But you can't pay. Uh, star money for that type of player. What I yeah, heard is you, uh, Ben is getting a LeBron jersey when he comes to the Lakers. <laughs> if he comes to the Lakers, I will absolutely yeah, get a LeBron jersey. I'm just going to modify my Cedric Sabalos. There you go. 23 jersey. <laughs> to, to Eric's point, though, when I was doing all that research on um, the uh, uh, What's what is it called in baseball? The money ball. What is it called? Um, the cybermetrics. Yeah, saber, sabermetrics. Sabermetrics. And the way that it's impl- implemented in the NBA. If you go back and you look at the last eight or nine years, whatever it was, there's only the only teams that were not heavy that won that were not heavy into sabermetrics that won the NBA championship were the teams that LeBron was on. And those teams had no sabermetric people on there. So you talk about a guy who puts a, a team on his back and no matter what the stats say, he's able to beat you. You bring that guy on. I don't care yeah. who you are. Yeah, He's the only guy that sabermetrics doesn't count. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm yeah. above the law. Yeah, I agree. pretty much. So you, you, if you have, if you get a chance, you bring him on. Yeah, just yeah. like Albert Pujols. I agree. <laughs> I want to say the most unbelievable part of this podcast was when Vic pretended like he didn't know what sabermetrics are. Was what's it called? Uh, cyber, <laughs> cyber, no, cyber. You, when you get cyber old, things leave your mind. It's just yeah. it's horrible. The stat yeah. guy like has to has to find how, how you say uh, cyber cybermetrics. Some people count sheep when they sleep. He counts numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shitty stats. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> back to the uh, yes, thirty yes. seconds. So we, let's close out with Vic's uh, with Hopefully our, with our favorite in. segment this week in sports outside <clears throat> LA. Thirty seconds on the clock. Vic's going to give us everything. That's not happening in LA, so, uh, so we can all be well-rounded sports fans. Okay, we got it. Are you ready, Vic? Yep. And go. Roger Goodell has made more than $200 million since being elected to the NFL commissioner in 2006. No player has made that much money in that time. Uh, Real Madrid forward Cristiano Ronaldo won the Ballon d'Or award for a record equaling fifth time. Toronto, Toronto FC won the 2017 MLS Cup. Marshall Falk, Donovan McNabb, and Heath Evans were reportedly named in a sexual harassment suit against the NFL Network. Who gives a shit? The New York Yankees <laughs> are now are now the favorites to in Vegas to win the World Series. A poll conducted sense, by wow. Seton Hall University... Done. 
shows. Dang it. Oh, man. Oh. What does Seton Hall say? What does Seton Hall say? Oh, you're never going to know. Never going to know. Never going to know. 30 seconds. Hey, Roger Goodell has brought more money to that league than any player is responsible no. for. So to give, so to, no, to say that he doesn't deserve that money. That, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that money, but. Then what was the point? No, I didn't say he didn't deserve that money. The point was no player has made that amount. So why can't a player more they, than make that make more than that? Well, I don't think they deserve it. But Nobody comes to the TV, NFL game to watch Roger Goodell. It's TV contracts. You and I could have been commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> and if, you know, ESPN and oh, NBC. Oh, hold on. How come you guys don't give him shit when he says that he could be the NFL commissioner and still do all right? <laughs> I think but Eric, I can't direct Actually, Eric might, might be able to pull it off. Yeah, Eric might be able to pull it off. You guys are I have I have the math accurate. Yeah. 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 No, but I, I got street smarts, fool. If if you know Fox and NBC and CBS are all throwing, you know, tripping over themselves to get the contracts. Yeah, that money is going to come to the NFL. Right. Yeah, maybe Goodell has played part of it, but I I don't think. I, I think he's grossly overpaid, and, and and especially when you look at the players, their contracts are so unstable. And he's never been hit. He's never taken a hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yeah. Has, I mean, these guys are out there. Well, they have a great offensive line in the yeah. front office. <laughs> they really the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hammer, brush up your resume. I want you to to submit for that job. I'm getting on LinkedIn me, right now. You'll take half that. You'll take a hundred oh, yeah. million, and you'll do it. Yeah. That's a steal. Maybe. All right. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I make I make plenty. <laughs> Shitty money. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. I was going to say I make enough in the hearts and minds of our There you go. That, that's how you get paid. You get paid yeah. in our future. Yeah. The payroll department uses Common Core. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's shout out to uh, Big Kev. He won the FanDuel League this, uh, this last weekend. Congrats, Big yeah, Kev. Yeah. Congrats, Big Kev. If you'd like to get in on the FanDuel League, uh, let us know on any of the billion ways that you can let us know. One of those is Twitter. Follow us at Guys in Shorts LA, also on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're on Facebook and Reddit. You can get our website at guysinshorts.com. There's a store there. Get some merch. Hey, you know what? Never mind. It's probably too late to get it for Christmas. <laughs> but it would have been a nice Christmas gift if we'd thought to it's say that a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'm wearing can... my guys in short shirt today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, sir. Shout out to Cliff Hart from Northern California. Ben's wearing his uh, <laughs> SF thanks you, spelled Y-U, in, in Giants colors. <laughs> Looks good on you, Ben. You know what? I hope he signs with the Giants. Oh, oh, that'd, that'd be, be karma. A, and that the Giants Cliff. make the playoffs. <laughs> and, and he sorts out the whole tipping his pitches thing, which he will, of yeah, course. She will, yeah, because yeah. they already said exactly what he was doing. Uh, leave us a voicemail, 562-450-3356. And as always, please spread the word about the show. Share it with all your friends, even the ones who hate sports. Still. Especially the ones who hate yeah, sports. Yeah, especially the ones who hate sports. We'll, we'll convert them. And then you can talk with that friend that doesn't like sports about sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and then you can review us. Give us five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. Say how amazing we are. So thank you. We changed your life. <laughs> yeah. And we'll say you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Boom. <laughs> for, for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Show hey. <laughs> <laughs>